Hey, this is Jim. Welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio. This is one of those episodes that is on YouTube. But also, if you're watching us on YouTube right now, I need to remind you that you can go to silentjim.com and see a whole bunch more, actually hear a whole bunch more episodes that aren't on YouTube. So if you're only watching our YouTube videos, you need to get over there, get on our mailing list, listen to all of those great episodes that weren't video recorded because we have a lot of great content that we just didn't turn on the video camera for. Today's guest is Rich and Shelly, and man, they are killing it. They're on our coaching team, our Jim Cockrum coaching team, and they've built a business where he's gone full-time a little over a year ago, and they're about to hit two and a half million this year, and it's not a complicated model. Again, this is another replens success story. This is another couple doing business together, doing what it takes to make it work, building an incredible, flexible lifestyle. And I'm just so proud of these guys. They are setting aside some time to work with our students because they've got things so automated. That's beautiful. You'd think maybe they'd be spinning their wheels constantly with a business of that size, but they put in place a team that does the vast majority, nearly all the work, as you'll hear, for them. And they have some very small roles to play in maintaining this business. And now they're coaching with us. How cool is that? So as we get into their story today, remember these guys were also recording number 221, episode 221. That's the first time we met them. That was right after Rich had gone full time and left his real job. And now here we are a year later, getting an update. I love these update episodes so we can hear how things are going how things have progressed since then and their business has grown. And he said he wants to have an eight-figure business soon. Something else to know about these guys is they're true multiple income stream heroes, meaning they're not putting all their eggs in one basket. And we're going to talk about how they're doing that with Amazon. They have multiple streams of income. And I love their mindset there. Many good lessons today, many good strategies. Let's jump over and meet Rich. And you'll notice towards the end, Shelly makes an appearance. She actually had some errands to run, but she jumps in as well. So you get to see her too and, and learn a couple lessons from her. So let's jump over and meet Rich and Shelly. So Rich, welcome back to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Good to see you again. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me back. I'm glad to be here. Awesome, man. It, a lot has happened since we last did an episode together. And I can't wait to hear the story of fill in the gaps, man. A lot of exciting things happened. Fill us in. Yeah, it's been it's been good. It's been almost almost a year to the day, I guess, huh? Maybe uh, a little bit more. But uh, yeah, just uh, last time we were on, I had just quit my job, just went full time. We had just bought a gym. Um, a lot of crazy stuff was going on, but uh, yeah, it's been it's been really good since. Yeah, you've always been a multiple income streams guy. And you bought that gym and we talked about it. The, the timing of you selling that was pretty, pretty awesome, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. We got into it and it just, it wasn't a right fit for us. It was kind of a dream that we had had for a while. And so we got in and we had it for a couple of months and it was really kind of splitting my focus. And I was having some, some stress and anxiety with it. It was just, it just wasn't a right fit. So we, we sold it after about two months. And was able to just kind of refocus on the Amazon business and our, of course, our event business with our photo booths and stuff. And right. it's been really good since. You know, it was, I could say it was a bad move, but it, it wasn't because it got me out of my job and it got me 
focused where, you know, I could spend more time with my family and focus on our, our other businesses. So, I mean, we lost a little bit of money. We learned a lesson and, you know, got out of it just in time. I mean, the pandemic would have been, would have been pretty awful if had we still owned it at that time. Yeah. That was a rough business to be in yeah, uh, during the shutdown for sure. So you guys got out before that. But most listeners to this show are going to be very curious about, uh, well, a couple components. One of them is Amazon, but you guys are killing it. And you've really got a beautiful automated system now. And the other is the multiple income stream. I mean, you, you truly are living that multiple income stream lifestyle where you're not completely reliant on any one income stream. So I want to hit both those themes today and just kind of let you take the microphone and you've become a coach on our team now, which is phenomenal. I really am just... We're so blessed with incredible coaches, you guys among them. And I learn every time I speak or hang out with any of you guys because you're just you're doing such a great job. So fill us in. Uh, just take the ball and run with it, man. I'm just here to learn and, and enjoy the update because we haven't talked in a while. Yeah, it's been, it's been a little bit. So yeah, last, last we spoke... I had just quit my job. We had recently got um, our first lease. So we were doing consistently about a million dollars a year on Amazon. We'd had kind of a three-year period of time where we had hit a million year after year after year and uh, just you know decided it was time to really you know focus on it. I quit my job and, and, and just kind of hit the ground running there. So quit my job last, at the end of last August, and we made our, our part-time bagger and tagger that was working out of our house, our full-time office manager. And so him and I were able to, to better focus on sourcing and spending a lot more time. And, and the growth we've seen since then has just been phenomenal. So we, we kind of, uh, I guess, we dug into the replants course in December. And so we, we bought that course and Richard, me, and my wife, Shelly, we started we started watching the videos and going through that. And then it was about January 1st, 2020 that we really started sourcing replants. And it's, dude, it's revolutionized our business. It's, it's, it's crazy what it's done for us. And not just like the, the arbitrage side of it that we've added to our business, but it's really helped grow our wholesale stuff too. That's exciting. Yeah, maybe that's a third arm of what I want to get into today is how replants leads into wholesale. Yep. Replans leads into private label because you're out there doing a lot of... You're making money while you're doing research. Instead of spending money to do research, maybe we should start using that as a theme. You know, We teach you how to make money while you're researching for hot products instead of spending money to research for hot products, right? Does that resonate? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, we, I think we kind of do replans probably a little bit different than a lot of people. We're not spending a lot of time in the stores, in aisles, I started off with, with taking photos and coming back to the office and doing research that way. And, and it led to a lot of just other like online type arbitrage. But just the, the reverse sourcing methods that we're learning is, is crazy how it's just helped us with the way we approach wholesale now. Instead of just, you know, scanning lists and, and then doing that kind of thing, we were, we're looking up keywords, titles, descriptions, and finding a whole bunch of listings that, that uh, we, we wouldn't have found otherwise. Talk us through that a little bit. Give us, uh, give us a tip on maybe how you found some of your hot selling items without giving too much information away. You know, give us the scoop. Like, What's that process look like? Well, I, I think for, for us, 
it's it's a lot of those those two packs and three packs that that are you know someone someone created the listing and they didn't optimize it and so it may not be ranking great but it's still selling and it's selling profitably so as as we search for those keywords we're finding those and the buyers are finding them but we're not we're not finding them as sellers typically the way that that we were searching before with just UPCs and and you know downloading full excel files into into scanners so we'll take these lists and we can sort them by by the brand and then uh, the way the way we kind of like to do it is we like to go into Amazon and we like to have Amazon tell us what's selling. Amazon.com, just the free Absolutely. shopping site. Yep. I, that's the best sourcing tool out there, the free Amazon.com website. Yep. So we'll search the brand on Amazon and um, we kind of, um, using Keepa, and we, we have a couple other tools that we like to use that just kind of tell us, give us an estimate of what's selling. And then it's from there that we we go from there back to the list. A lot of times, instead of the list to Amazon and trying to find what's selling, we we like to look at what's already selling and, and cross reference that through the list. So it's it's been something that's really helped us. So how many? You say you're doing replens. How many ASINs have you got rocking out there right now? So we have. It's kind of an interesting market with with the pandemic still going on. If we could source everything if we could find everything in stock we'd have over 1700 active SKUs right now but because of you know it's hard to find some of the stuff we still have approximately 1200 SKUs active at any time and we had like 300 when we last spoke you know okay. so we have we've added you know a thousand SKUs in the last 12 months and really it's really since january that we've added we've added those. Because that's when you started getting serious. Yeah. Yep. About Reap the Replans model. That was episode, you reminded me before we started recording, episode 221, if people want to go back and listen to where you guys were a year ago yeah, and uh, how excited you were to just be going full time. And then Shelly was with you uh, for that interview as well, which was just super cool hanging out with the two of you guys. But um, it's just such a great story. Let's transition over into... Uh, we've mentioned wholesale just a little bit. How have you used replans to get into wholesale? Talk us through like a typical story there of how that went down. Well, I mean, we've that was wholesale was our focus from the beginning. Okay. You know, we've done wholesale for four years. And then it was in, in January that we added replans. Okay, right. So our, our main focus, our seven-figure business was built on the backbone of wholesale. So, but now adding arbitrage, something that we'd always kind of ignored before, when we're out sourcing, it, it's not a wholesale or, or nothing, right? Now it's where can I buy this product replenishable anywhere? You know, can I buy it? Can I buy it at Walmart? Can I buy it at the dollar store? Can I find a wholesale? Can I find, can I go direct to the brand or can I find a distributor? So it's opened us up from, just that that one that tunnel vision we had on brand direct brand direct brand direct to hey if we can find it over at the local grocery store why don't we buy it there and then at the same time let's check with a few distributors let's check with the brand and so it's really just kind of opened things wide up where before 
we'd ask the brand if we could sell it and they'd say no. And that would be it, you know? So I think it's just, it's our whole method, our, our whole philosophy on selling right now is replenishable product. And that's always been through the wholesale mindset, but there's no reason that Walmart can't be my wholesale supplier for whatever item. Right. So that's kind of how, it's kind of how I look at it now. That's awesome. So talk me through some of these uh, relationships that you've established. Do you have any key relationships that, that you've built up that you've kind of got a little inside track or, hey, they call you when they've got more of the product? Have you done any of that sort of thing as you've, as you've built your business? So some of the, the key relationships that we've built, we've actually started doing a little bit of consulting for them. We do have a, a brand that uh, has a, it's a chiropractor who has developed his own pillow that that supports correct alignment while you're sleeping and he approached us it's been about a month and a half ago now so this is a fairly new relationship for us and he he you know it was from one of my part-time employees that he was at his chiropractor and he was just talking about what he's doing part-time and and so his chiropractor wanted to meet me. And so he came in and sat down with us for a couple hours. You were all straightening up your posture, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I just, I kind of explained what we did and how we did it. And, and I presented two different models to him. We told him that we could buy wholesale from him. And we would then, you know, we would sell it under our account. Uh, but I recommended to him since... Since he was local and it was really easy to have just a great relationship with this guy here just down the street that he's already had an Amazon account. He tried selling on Amazon a couple of years ago and it just went nowhere. Mm-hmm. And, and so I told him, I'm like, let's, let's just set up a relationship where I manage your account for you. Beautiful. Just let me, I'll, I'll swing by, I'll pick up the product or you can ship the product or drop it off to me and then I'll take over. So you just need to assign rights to me to get into your account. And I mean, when he tried it, he was doing it for a couple months and I think he sold like five or six. Sure. You know, we're, we're into it a month now and just Sunday we sold three in a single day, which <laughs> it may not be great numbers. Right. But for him, like for him, that's awesome. Excited about that. Yeah. Two or three a day. That's a new, that's a great new income stream. I'm sure it's a high margin product for him. Oh, it is. Awesome. Yeah, it is. It's a great product. It's his only product. Right. And, uh, you know, they're doing, they're selling on Facebook. They have someone managing that or whatever. And they're, they're doing okay there, but they're just not reaching the audience that they want to. So. And for the newer listeners around here, uh, some may already know what we're talking about, but that's actually one of the modules inside the proven Amazon course is the PPP proven product partnering. It teaches you everything you need to know to do exactly what Rich just described. Partner with someone who has a brand that's, not on Amazon yet, or it's not doing well on Amazon and help them get it ramped up. And part of the beauty of that is it's yet another income stream. You you can actually have multiple Amazon accounts that way, right? Because you're getting an income from more than one Amazon account now, legitimately. Amazon's fine with it. It's not your account. You're been assigned administrative rights. And I'm assuming that your arrangement was you get a percentage of sales. It is. Yep. So the arrangement was I I'd go in and I would, um, I'd work on his listing so that his listing looked better. It, it ranked better. So we've done that and we're starting to see the results of that. It's starting to rank for keywords and um, starting to, to really move up in search. I mean, before I couldn't even find it. And right. now we're like halfway down page one, 
you know, yeah. so we're, we're really getting up there and it's, it's working. So yeah, it's a great new revenue stream for us. You know, we, we love the multiple re- revenue streams, you know, as you mentioned, the multiple revenue streams to go back to that has really saved us because during this pandemic, our, our event business has completely shut down. Right. Um, we were, we went from doing 30 to 50 events a month to I've done two events in the last seven months, you know, so that completely dried up. And if it wasn't for, for Amazon and for the coaching and for the consulting, you know, I probably would have had to go back to, to working again. So, well, you guys are, you guys are killing it on Amazon where you're sitting right now, as we're recording this, we're in, you know, just past mid September and you guys were sitting, if I remember correctly, one and a half million in sales so far on Amazon for the year? We're, we're 1.7 million for the year. 1.7 so far and expecting a very strong fourth quarter, I would imagine. We are. Yeah, we're, we're run rating at like 2.2 to 2.3. But with with it being fourth quarter, um, I really think we can hit 2.5. Two and a half million. 2.6 Beautiful. And I want to talk through how automated this is because a lot of people are thinking, oh, wow, Rich must get up at four in the morning and go to every Walmart and Target and retail store in the area and fill his car and rush home. And then Shelly tapes boxes all day. (laughs) And some people do that. I mean, that is a, what I just described as a couple, that is a half million to a million dollar operation, putting two to $300,000 in the bank. Not a bad way to make a living as a couple. But you guys are, you think in systems and you put people in place. You don't touch a lot of box tape, I imagine, right? So what's the, what, what is your process? Who have you hired? And kind of talk us through your process. Okay. Yeah, I think honestly, that's probably what, what I'm most proud of with, with our business and where we've come the last 12 months. So when we talked last, it was me and it was one other employee. And I say he was part-time, but he was probably more like 30 hours a week. And I'd have to kick him out the door because we just didn't have anything else to do. Right. And so as we started sourcing and started growing, what I did was I set up the system to, to basically run itself and run without me. And so at first it was, it was Richard, who is my office manager, and he's trained to do everything with the exception of placing purchase orders. That's probably the, the one part of the business that I've held on to. Um, I still have it. And that's my next, that's my next hire. And I'm, and I'm trying to work on that now. But, but basically what we've done is I set him up. At first he was doing everything. He was sourcing, he was bagging, tagging, shipping the, the works. And then after what I want, what I saw was he was so good at sourcing that his time prepping shipments was was costing me money. Mm, exactly. Well put. Yeah. So my first hire after him was to bring in someone to replace him in the warehouse. And so I hired James. James was actually his roommate and was just kind of tired of what he was doing. Great kid, 22, 23-year-old kid, and uh, with an incredible work ethic. So we brought him in and we trained him on the bagging and the labeling. So at that point, Richard could step out of the bagging and the labeling. He still created shipments and finalized the shipments, but he was able to slowly remove himself from that. Hmm. And so then what I did as we moved into the replens model, I brought in a shopper because that's, 
that's not my strong point and I'm not, that's not me, right? Yeah. Some people love to shop. Yeah. And we're talking, here's your shopping list, you know, hey, go buy these items as many as you can from these stores, right? Yep, absolutely. So as, as the photo booth business kind of slowed down, I brought in one of my photo booth employees and made him my, my retail arbitrage guy. So I trained him on sourcing retail arbitrage and online arbitrage. And so he, he did that. And I basically made him our arbitrage manager. And so he, he did all the shopping. Like, so the way we do it is we run shopping lists uh, every two weeks. And he goes out and spends probably three or four days shopping and buying all the stuff on our shopping lists. And so his off week, he's back in the office. He's looking up the, the items that he took photos of while he was in store. He's working whatever uh, store that we're focused on at that point. He's working on that store. So half the time he's sourcing, half the, half the time he's shopping. And then I got to the point where James and, and Richard, just doing the shipment, couldn't handle the growth. Hmm. So then I hired a, a warehouse manager. And we brought him in and we trained him to do nothing but manage the warehouse. So now we're set up to where I have a warehouse manager who runs the warehouse, runs all shipment preparation, and James works under him. And then I have my retail arbitrage sourcing manager who does nothing but focus on retail arbitrage. Um, online arbitrage focuses on purchasing and getting that in and growing. Using the replens strategy. Using the replen strategy, yep. And then now Richard has refocused and he's solely my wholesale sourcing manager. So he continues to grow the wholesaling. You know, Brad grows arbitrage. And then the two guys in the warehouse run the warehouse. So it sounds like Richard might take over the POs here sometime soon, maybe. And then you guys can go on like a six-month vacation, right? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Actually, so I think our next, our next move, we're starting to have a lot of success with turning these wholesale items into private label. And so I've gone in and I've placed recent purchase orders and I've noticed that some of the stuff that we bought, it, was, it showed up in generic packaging from our wholesaler. And so it, it ranks really well for the keywords related to the product and not the brand. Generic keywords. I love what you just said there. I want to make sure people didn't, didn't just gloss over what you just said. So the key words that describe the product in the bag are more important than the brand name on the label. People are searching for the key words. That's when you know you've got a potential great private label product. You just stick your own label on it. People aren't searching for the, for the brand name. Yep. They're searching for the content in the bag. We've got one of those right now that I'm noticing we're selling quite a bit. It's a very generic word uh, that describes it. And I'm thinking, hey, why can't we just private label this, start selling it ourselves? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that's that's what we're we're starting to move into. And as I'm placing the, my purchase orders, I got to a brand that all the stuff we buy from them is generic, but it sells under their brand, right? It just shows up in generic packaging. And I'm reordering, and I'm noticing our private label stuff that we shipped in is all sold out. And I wasn't really like paying attention to it on a daily basis. And it's it's a listing that I haven't even really had the time to optimize very well. Hmm. And it just, it all sold out. And so our, the next phase is to hire someone who will come in and will evaluate our, our wholesale products and reports that we run to see what can be 
then transitioned over to private label. And, yeah. and that person will take over the, the purchase orders as well. And it, in many cases, it's just a matter of asking the manufacturer. Absolutely. Hey, do you mind if we stick our own label on this bag? And a lot of times they'll say, as long as you're buying from me, I don't care what you do with it, right? Yeah. No, I <laughs> haven't, I haven't had anyone tell me no yet. So Exactly. And, and it's not, we're not doing it on, on major brands that no. come in. And, you know, the, the sales are related to the brand name. Yeah. No, nothing that you'll ever see a commercial on TV for yeah. or, you know, an advertisement on, online for. It's, it's these really off brands that you've never heard of before. And they'll say, hey, we're happy to sell you, you know, 100 units. Slap whatever label you want on the bag yeah. and uh, call it your own brand. Yeah. Then, you're, then you can kind of protect your, protect your territory. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. So my focus has been at least the last six months to kind of remove me from the the daily involvement of everything purchase order is just the one thing that i haven't haven't got removed from so but it allows me to focus on on coaching now and, and helping people start and grow their amazon business that's right and like i said man. and i can place purchase orders from from anywhere you know so yeah. we we were doing some renovations on our house a little over a month ago and so we had to move out for a few weeks and we went up and visited family up north and and it was great because Richard knows how to run the business and he runs the office while I'm gone and I just check in from time to time, but I was able to just step away and relax and and uh, spend time with my family and, you know, the whole reason I, I did this to begin with, uh, you know, so. Exactly. What you have now is a sellable asset. This business could be evaluated and assigned a value and you guys could sell this operation because you've been focusing on doing only the things that only you can do. You're eliminating everything else off of your desk. Unless I'm the only one that can do it, I'm going to have someone else do it. And right now, coaching and placing POs, which soon you're going to be out of that as well. You're going to pass that off to someone else. It'll just be coaching. And then like I encouraged you, we were corresponding here a week or so ago. I think you should write a book. You guys have an awesome story awesome entrepreneurship journey that I think a lot of people could really benefit from. Just tell your story. And uh, I think even after this episode, a lot of people will be clamoring saying, Hey, I, I want those guys as my coach. So we'll stick a link in the show notes on, on how, how to make that happen. But even that at some point, you're going to have some other bigger opportunities and some big things come along. I've seen this story play out time and time and time again, uh, Rich, where... You just kind of you kind of grow into these new roles and new roles, and you you stay ahead of your business and you keep growing, and the opportunities keep coming, and now you're invited to go speak at an event, and you know it's just it's a fun journey, and I love watching you guys take that journey, and I don't want to gloss over the time, effort, and energy that's gone into being multiple stream of income business builders. You guys take care of yourselves. You're healthy. You have a good routine. Like, talk us through that a little bit. How important is it to be motivated, be focused, take care of yourself? Like, talk us through that a little bit. I didn't, I didn't set you up for this question before we talked. I'm just curious. Talk me through that a little bit because I know Shelly. Like, isn't she working out right now? That's why she couldn't be here. Yeah, yeah, she's with her trainer right now. So that's that's something that's that's really important to her, and it just it's something she uses to just you just remove herself from, from the business, from whatever. And it's, it's just her time to refocus. And she loves, she loves that. So, yeah, I, I think we have gone through different phases of pretty intense focus that um, allows us to 
to create what we've done. Like with the replens model, when we dug into it, it was a good two months of solid, just we, we trained, we, we figured out a system and we attacked it as hard as we could. And then, and then we started seeing the results of that. And so we had to back off and we had to start, you know, figuring out ways to manage it all and, and manage it. And, and that was, you know, building a team to manage it. But it was those, those intense focus moments, you know, like when we started our photo booth, you know, we had to, we had to get in there and we had to focus on, on, on what it is that we wanted to do and building our brand. And then we built the team of our photo booth attendants that run all of our events. And now we just kind of sit back and we do the sales and we, we let our team run all, all the busy work, you know, all the events and all that stuff. It's the same with, with our Amazon business where, you know, there were times where I was working a full-time job. I'd come home. I'd spend a couple hours with the kids. We put the kids to bed. And then Shelly and I would sit at our, our individual computers and we'd work till midnight just sourcing. You know, at, at that time it was wholesale. And so it was just researching different products and different brands and firing off, you know, 20 emails a night, you know, because that's that's a numbers game. And, and we realized real quick that it was a numbers game. If I sent out 10 requests in a month, probably not going to get a new account and it's going to become a struggle and I'm going to get discouraged and I'm not seeing success. Right. You know, but if I'm sending out 10 emails every day consistently for a solid month or a solid two months, the numbers tell me that I'm going to find four or five new accounts, you know, and because of that intense focus, we could, we could find those accounts. It felt like we found the accounts a lot quicker, but it was just the intense focus of, all right, this is where we're at right now. We need to land several brands. We need to land several several accounts. And so, if if I want to do that, it's not ten emails a month. It's ten emails a day. And the numbers tell me that that we're going to land what we're looking for with that focus. So yeah, I don't ever want to gloss over the. I think it's a Brian Tracy thing where I first heard it was that period of intense focused effort. Anytime you're building something significant. There's going to be a period of intense focused effort. It's not sustainable. You can't do it the rest of your life. I kind of liken it to the um, you know the first few months after you add a baby to the house. You know, it's like there's going to be some intense focused effort. We're all going to be out of our comfort zone a little bit here. We're not going to be watching anywhere near as much TV or you know whatever our hobbies are. are going to have to take a back seat for just a short period of time because right now it's all about you know same thing when a family member's sick. Intense focused effort on getting them well. Add a baby to the house. Intense focused effort. The baby is the... At homeschoolers, we often say the baby is the lesson. For the next couple months, the baby is the lesson. Okay? We're putting the books away. Uh, when you're building the business, you know, the business is the focus. Intense focused effort with your free time, with your spare time, and you just go all in. And it's, it's a pretty consistent thing when I talk to people who have hit your level, Rich, where they had that. They went through that. And it doesn't always look like that. The next stage is building systems. And, you know, just kind of gently walking around, keeping all these plates spinning, you know, and then assigning someone to spin the plate, you know, but that, that intense focused effort of getting all the plates spinning to begin with, that's a very real thing. You've got to go through that part of the process. And that's where I think a coach can really help too. Not to pitch our coaching program, find a mentor, find someone who's been there. Our coaching program is phenomenal. You're, you guys are some of are great coaches, a great team, dozen, a couple dozen coaches at this point that are helping people in the spare time that they have. 
as they've built these incredible businesses. So yeah, I just wanted to point out, you kind of pointed out a two-step system, intense focused effort, and then work on your systems, constantly replacing yourself and scaling up as you go. So what are your long-term goals for this business? So with, with the way that I've set it up now, I've really segmented it into departments that now have like a department manager, a department head that we can, we can grow out. So, and I love that I have it. I know a lot of people kind of go the, the VA route. I love that I have it here locally, that I sit with these guys every day. Um, you know, there's some kind of, they're my best friends, really. Like we sit here and we just we have a good time every day, right? And I do think there's a place for VAs. And I think that we've reached that place for VAs now. And so that's, that's kind of the next step where I'm going to build a team of, we'll start with one or two VAs that'll work under Richard and we'll, we'll work with him in our wholesale sourcing. Once we've got that, then I'll, I'll add a VA that'll work with Brad under our um, OA sourcing. Um, and they'll report direct to him. They're not going to report to me. I might provide some initial training up front but they're going to report to these guys so that it continue can continue to grow. But these guys know what what they're doing. You know that part of that intense focus effort is mastering the craft, and then being able to teach it to somebody else. And so the way the success we've seen the last couple of months with this this model that I've set up, I really think that that we'll do five million next year, no problem. And, you know, hopefully seven or 8 million the year after. I want to be an eight figure uh, seller here within the next, you know, three to four years. That's kind of where, where we're headed. Yeah. With some of these brands, hopefully off of Amazon, you know, so that you're, you're diversified, pick up a few more clients like the chiropractor, mm-hmm. truly diversified portfolio, multiple streams of income using the internet creatively. That's what we do around here. Yeah. Uh, I, and I think there's a unique, approach, maybe a course or a, you know something we can capture some training in the way that you guys do this. Because I know we talked through it a little bit today, but it kind of went over some folks' heads, I'm sure. But if we gave you a camera and four or six hours to kind of talk through and walk through the process, I think there's some valuable content there that we don't have yet, kind of blending replens and wholesale. So let's, let's work on that. I think a lot of people are standing up cheering right now as I said that, because it, it's a pretty cool... Thing when you start taking two things that are working well, and we teach wholesale very well in our community. We teach replans, but we haven't really ever merged the two and said, here's how you kind of blend them. And they, they kind of cross-pollinate and they, they complement each other. You guys are killing it with that model. So I'm excited to see where we go with that. That might be your book. I don't know, but I think it'd be a great course. I think a lot of people would sign up for that, you know, mastermind or something, but uh, we need to do that. Yeah, absolutely. We're all about the, the wholesale hybrid model. It's what we like to call it around here. So Wholesale hybrid. I love it, man. Yeah, no one steal that name now. <laughs> That's yeah. great. Well, what else is on your mind? I know you guys have spent some time coaching some students now and you kind of know the questions that are coming up in the community and you made a great post. I don't want to leave this out. You made a post. It was actually on September 11th, right? I did an easy date to remember where you're kind of posting an update about your progress. We'll stick a link in the show notes just saying, hey, you know, how appreciative you were, how much your business has grown. I think you'd had like a, you know, $6,500 or $7,000 day selling hundreds of units. And, and you were just saying it's an automated system that we've built. It was a great post. I'll definitely stick a link in the show notes. But, you know, it, what's on your heart as you talk to this community, as you talk to the listeners of this podcast, just, you know, speak to us for a couple minutes. 
Oh, well, I think that the more we, we do this, it, it, it leads for us, it leads to, to other things. The more we grow where we're at now, it's really opening my mind to other possibilities and other opportunities. You know, right now we're in the middle of launching a, a clothing line that hopefully will be, oh, we'll, we'll do a little bit of Amazon, but it's kind of going to be an off Amazon project. You know, it's in the hunting niche. And my brother-in-law approached me uh, because of because of the success we're seeing. He came to me and, and he said, hey, you know, I've got this great idea. You know, I have contacts that do, you know, the different contacts that he had that, that could help us grow off Amazon. He's all, but your, your Amazon skills is something that I don't have. You're selling online skills is something I don't have. I think together we could really kill this where individually we might not do as well. So now it's it's leading to this opportunity to partner with my brother-in-law, who I have a lot of respect for, you know, and, and I'll get to spend extra time with him and developing another revenue source. Someone who's, you know, a brilliant real estate agent, and brilliant marketer in his own realm. And so now together, we'll bring both of our skills together and, and launch something that that is off of Amazon primarily. So I just love the... The opportunities we have out there, I mean, Amazon's great, and I have every intent to continue to just blow up my Amazon business any way I can. But we live in a world where the opportunity is just around us everywhere. And Amazon facilitates that. It may even have helped create that. And so I have been pigeonholed into Amazon for such a long time. But what I think that what's done is just it's opened up my mind, it's opened up the opportunities that are around us. And so I'm excited to start developing those off Amazon revenue sources, those off Amazon brands that they'll come back and they'll translate to Amazon. Great. You know, but we can do a lot off of it too. So and, and as I'm listening to you talk, kind of the lesson in the lesson is, you know, that list of names is growing of people that have said, Hey, wow, you're, you're succeeding with this. Let's partner up. Let's build a relationship. Let's do something together. That list is the actual asset. That list of people that know, like, and trust you, that you can do a business deal with, that you can call when you're in trouble. You know, that's that as that list grows, and people love adding names to the list of people who are succeeding, who are competent, they've shown their expertise. So that chiropractor, after you start selling 15 pillows a day, is going to tell the buddy down the street at the, or maybe, you know, next chiropractor, uh, convention he goes to, he's going to do a presentation and say, Hey, by the way, <laughs> right? So your phone's going to be ringing a whole new business model, internet marketing consulting, not just Amazon, right? So there's so many directions you can go. But, but what you have to be willing to do is constantly be thinking, am I the only person that could be doing the job I'm doing right now? If you're going to think like an entrepreneur, if you're going to think like a business builder, multiple income streams. Now, some people are perfectly happy Jim, if I could make an extra $500 a week, it would change my life. And I don't, I don't need any of that other stuff. I get it. We're here to help you. That's the replens course. Go spend three or four hours and make it happen. But if you want to be a true entrepreneur launching multiple businesses that can be sold someday, I love your mindset. There's a lot of things that you're getting right here. And uh, I can't wait to see where you guys go. Thanks. We, we have a good time doing it. You know, it, it provides the freedom that you know, I never would have even imagined you know, when I was working in the corporate world, um, you know, I don't have to ask permission to, to go do what I want to do, what I enjoy. You know, I just have to ask permission from my 
So <laughs> that's about it. And give myself the permission to go out, you know, cause, cause I feel like we've earned it sometimes. And, you know, I love, I love being here. I love doing what I do, you know, and, and Amazon's provided a lot of those opportunities for us. So what is your daily routine? I'm just kind of curious. Yeah. So most days, that's another thing that, that I love about this is before I, I get up and, you know, get to work. That, that was it. Like I, I didn't get to spend any time with my family in the morning. It was just up and gone. You know, after work, I'd go to the gym, I'd get home at 730, get to see my kids for an hour, you know, but now I get up, I spend time with my kids, I help them get off to school. You know, often, often I, I drive them to school myself. So it's just that that extra time is is awesome. And then I usually start off my day with a run or a lift. I'll go into the gym for for a little bit, and then I'm I'm here at the office. So I typically have one or two uh, training calls a day. Um, usually in the mornings, we'll get those done, and then it's a matter of just figuring out what what um, Brad and Richard are doing. Um, I don't even have to worry about the warehouse anymore. Those guys are phenomenal. And when they need help, they don't, they don't come to me. They come to Richard because Richard, I've set him up. He is my wholesale manager, but he's also my general manager. And so I can leave and, and the show just runs, you know, so I'll check in with Richard. I'll check in with Brad, help them from time to time with their sourcing. And then, you know, some days, some days I cut out at three, some days I'm here till seven. You know, it just kind of depends on what I have to work on now. And, you know, if, if I get a call and I hear the kids are in the pool, they're home from school, then I'll just, I'll take off and, and go spend some time with them. But, you know, sometimes I have, I have coaching calls at 6 p.m. and, you know, I'm here for a little bit. Again, I, I outside of, hey, I want to go to the gym in the morning. I want to check in with the guys for a few hours. I have the freedom to, to do what it is that, that I want to do. Pretty flexible. Yeah. That's the dream lifestyle, man. Yeah. And uh, after, you know, it's been 17, coming up on 18 years for me since I had a a real job. I mean, I thank God every day, you know, I mean, uh, you never know what life's going to throw at you. But for those 18 years being here for seeing my kids grow and being available and, you know, my office door is right there. Kids know if it's open, come on in anytime. If it's shut, it means dad's probably doing a podcast, which means it's open 90% of the time. If I'm even in my office, I mean, a lot of times I'm just sitting out, you know, on the couch, on the phone, doing what we do. Warehouse that kind of runs itself. And uh, yeah, it's, it, it is a beautiful thing. It doesn't just happen overnight. It doesn't just happen because you, you know, you buy a course and follow the eight steps. It takes a mindset. It takes commitment. It takes some time. But the opportunity is real, and, and you guys are just more evidence of that. And uh, I love that you're coaching with us, man. That is just oh, thank you. yeah. I, I like to tell people it's a simple business, but yes, it's uh, it's not easy. You know, it requires effort. It requires a lot of dedication. But you know, it you can learn it, and then it's it's a simple it's a simple business. It really um, is. So, yeah. And I love so we we have our warehouse here. It's it's a mile and a half from the house. You know, my kids will even come over here and they'll hang out on the break room. My 10-year-old loves to, to go out there in the warehouse and bag. And she'll, she'll ask me every Saturday morning, go to the office? Oh, not today. <laughs> but she's always loving it just when she's coming here and helping out. So the, it's definitely in, involved our whole family. It's, it's, a part of, it's a part of who we are. Now, those are some of the best lessons the kids can learn is seeing, you know, just seeing the family kind of run a business together and the inner workings of it and, Entrepreneurship is just a thing of beauty, man. 
so many benefits. Your kids are going to be so blessed because of what they're seeing and, and you know, just dad being there, mom being there. It's awesome. Super proud of you guys. Honored to work alongside you. So the wife's here. You want to, you want to say hi to Shelly? Yeah, Shelly? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure everyone who's watching on YouTube would love to, to see Shelly and say, hey, maybe we can put her on the spot with a tough question, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Ready. Hey, Shelly. Have a good workout? Yes. Fast. Awesome. Try to make it fast. Oh, I, I'm, we didn't mean to rush you, but it is great to see you. All right, no, I I always cancel on on him for one reason or another. And I just... <laughs> no, it's great. Well, we were actually just wrapping up, but I'll put you on the spot and say, hey, what advice do you have as we wind up this episode? And for those of you who are just listening, Shelly just got back from workouts and now she's joining and you can see them if you watch on YouTube. Uh, we'll have a link in the show notes. But Shelly, any tips for the viewers? You guys have built an incredible business. We've talked about the numbers. Uh, we've t- kind of talked about your daily routine. But you know, what comes to mind? I know you guys are doing some coaching for us now. So what thoughts would you have? And it's okay if you say something Richard already said, but I would just love to hear from your perspective. You know, Encourage the folks that are listening today. Yeah, um, I think patience is probably a big one. That it's not going to happen overnight. Um, you won't scale overnight. You can scale quickly, but to just have patience and patience with yourself, mainly, you know, if you get a product that you thought was going to be great and it doesn't do as well, then don't focus on that. Just keep moving forward. So I think that was a big thing for us. We just, we don't dwell on the missteps. You just learn and then keep moving forward. I love it. Yeah. Jim Rohn says you can focus on the loss or you can focus on the lesson. And that's the difference between success and failure long-term. I love it. That's a great tip. Great tip. Anything else come to mind before we wrap this one up? I guess one more thing. Rich and I chat a lot. <laughs> and um, I know a lot of questions that we get is, aren't you afraid? Aren't you afraid this will happen? Aren't you afraid that will happen? Every time we talk about it, it's like, well, what? what's the alternative? Not taking action. And that's, I think, more of a fear for us is just not doing anything at all. Um, you can't live any part of your life is in the what if, because then you just don't do anything. So we're always one that just, if something bad happens, it happens. Just get over it and you move on. So That's right. That was, that was one of the, the things I used to evaluate when I quit my job. You know, I stepped back and I looked at it and I'm like, well, what's, what's the worst case scenario of me quitting my job? Worst case, I have to go back to my boss and ask for my job back. It was a pretty good job. You know, he'd take me back in a heartbeat. So worst case, I am where I am right now. Like best case scenario, we get to, we get to live the life of our dreams on our terms. So the, the reward more than outpays the risk for us. So it was, you know, it, for me at that point, it was, it was a no-brainer. And so, you know, what is, what is the worst case scenario in your life situation right now? Well, it's probably not near as bad as you think. But if you take if you take that risk and you take that leap of faith, the upside is is incredible. So yeah, we we live in the right time to to be able to think that way. When you can launch a business for a few dollars, you listen to a free podcast, join a free Facebook group, pick up a course that costs a few dollars, literally, and change your life. What a blessed time to be uh, to be alive, to be an entrepreneur. It hasn't always been that way. But you guys are, are certainly taking full advantage of the time that we live in and serving well. And I, I've said it like four times already, but Shelly, now that you're here, I just love that you guys are coaching with us. So that's just phenomenal. 
So excited about that. And um, I love that you guys hopped on here for an update episode. I think a lot of people are really going to enjoy and benefit from this. And uh, thank you for spending some time with us. Well, yeah, it's our pleasure. I mean, or five minutes for me. <laughs> yeah. They, oh, hey, it was a great five minutes. Very, very uh, insightful, f- philosophical, and helpful. Very, very good stuff. And I think a lot of people love seeing you guys doing this as a couple too. It'll inspire some people, I'm sure. Uh, but for the listeners, I just want to remind you that uh, every link you'll need, all the resources you'll need, silentgym.com. If you're watching us on YouTube, you need to know that 90% of our episodes are audio only. You need to go catch all those too. Silentgym.com is where you can hear those and all the links we mentioned today and everything else. But God bless you, all the business building warriors out there. It's great hanging out with you guys today. And we'll have another great episode like this one again real soon for you. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.